It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. Welcome to the B movie breakdown, episode number seventy-two. I'm Corey. I'm Gina. I'm Ryan. And this week, we learned that girls have tits. Yeah, what? That's really... I, I forgot know. about that one. <laughs> There's a lot. That old adage. There's a lot of good quotes in this movie. Uh, B-Movie Breakdown is a weekly podcast where we find the humor and enjoyment in low-budget and lesser-known movies of the last... What the fuck? Just all fucking crazy right now. That's what this movie did. It, it, it made me crazy. It's a, it was a creepy movie that fucking made me just all out of whack. It's a weekly podcast where we find the humor and enjoyment in low-budget and lesser-known films of the past and present. Home of the good, the bad, the what the fuck. Each week's movie will be revealed in the prior episode so you two can join in on the madness. This movie sure had some, uh... Some madness going on. I did not like it. You didn't like it? It just made me feel dirty, weird. Made me feel like I was standing behind a pickup truck with dirt kicking up. I think that's gonna be my next Halloween costume is a uh, robot legged <laughs> McConaughey. I'll be cross dressing leather face. <laughs> did they talk Robert Smith leather face? Leather face is owed to Robert Smith. <laughs> yeah, it was. Morrissey. It was. Yeah. It was like a morose leather face, wistful. It- Drag queen. It was very weird. Uh, if you don't know what movie we're talking about, uh, we told you last week we're going to watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Massacre. Michigan. Massacre. The Next Generation, also known as The Return of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's in 1994. Why did they place this movie a, two years because it was the next generation. In yeah, the I guess. future. In the Enterprise shot. It says it was released in 95. And then re-released again in 97. For why? I don't know. Maybe it was like a video re-release or something. Because this is 1997 theatrical release poster. And it has like tranny leather. He never looked like that. I don't remember like, that. Like, he's like, like sexy n- assassin leather face. Yeah, he never looked like that. No, he didn't. I, know, I always remember seeing the cover of the movie at the video store. It might have been that, but I think it was like Chainsaw... It was like a thing of lipstick with a chainsaw coming out and like on the lips and it was uh-huh. like sparking. I just remember seeing that. I don't understand this weird Rocky Horror like Rocky Horrible. Like goth talk take on Yeah, I that. I'm it's very this movie was very, very weird as to what they did with the character of Leatherface and and overall the family itself. Um, Instead of just being this backwoods family, there was some sort of other agenda going on, um, possibly government-related, but at the end, where it's not explained. No, none of it was ever explained. Nothing was ever explained. The robot leg, the most important part of the movie, never explained. Well, they did mention how he was shot lots of times, so maybe he had to do something with that. Oh, put that bionic leg right together. That nobody ever explained why this hick. They lived in a shart hole. Why did they have a well, bionic leg with a TV remote control? Well, Three that, different remote controls. Because he clearly probably built it himself and controlling it with remotes. Well, how big of a pain in the ass would that be? Just a reconstructed leg. 
Why was he so fucking fucked up and crazy then if he made built and made his own bionic leg? Don't you think he could have been using his talents more efficiently somewhere a, in the medical field? Wasn't on his right leg too? Yeah. And and he drove a tow truck. Like how how do you <laughs> control your leg with a remote? I don't know. To work the gas and the brake. Was it the right or was it the left? I thought it was the right. I don't think it matters. No, I think because when he's facing us, it was always on the it was always on the left side. It was on his left leg. Right? No, that would have been the right. So it was on his right I leg. I think it was on his right leg. Yeah, I don't. Because when I he don't. was on the porch screaming. <laughs> it was I don't his know, right leg. All the weird stuff that he was uh was shouting at the end and Matthew McConaughey esque. Yeah. Honestly <gasps> <gasps> Yeah, he was true to form. Uh I really enjoyed Matthew McConaughey in this movie. I thought no, he was I awesome as a him. crazy person. <laughs> and uh, as far as the Texas Chainsaw movies, I remember this movie being a lot worse than it actually was. Uh, yeah, Renee really Zellweger was, was the worst part about it. She was... God, she was awful. Yeah, she was bad. Like, if anybody saw that, and then she might have not got hired for other movies, I feel like. They were they would have just been like, you're done. You're done. There is a weird... <laughs> I never understood how... it was released three years later. Yeah. <laughs> I never understood how she climbed all the way up to, like, a nominee... Well, like, Bridget Jones in Chicago. Those are both Oscar-nominated movies. Like, I always wondered about her ass. Did she win an Oscar? She won an Oscar, yeah. right? For I feel one like... One of the Bridget Roxy Jones? Hart, I think, like... I don't know. She was nominated for Bridget Jones, but I don't know if she won. Uh, I know she has won, I think. For what movie? Chicago. For Chicago. Where she played Roxy Hart. i never seen Chicago. What? Okay, now it's not for ladies only, but it's a very good movie. Yeah, but it's not like I had a, uh, a thing where I was like, I'm not seeing that because it's for girls. I know. It's just, I just didn't. It was good. Corey I just, just didn't, musicals. I just didn't see it. That's not true. And Richard Gere is in it. And he sings like this. And Richard Gere's all right. And John C. Riley. And John C. Riley well, sings Mr. Like, Cellophane. And Queen Laquifa's in it. I didn't see that. Now you just lost me. Catherine Zeta-Jones. You're right. So you got you lost me with Queen Latifah, though. That doesn't make me want to see anything. She plays some, like, lesbo, like, jailer woman or something. Sounds about, like, probably every other role she's probably played in mm-hmm. movies. Especially bringing down the house where she put, what's-his-face, Steve, Steve, Steve Martin Martin in jail in a house. Or was that move Set It Off? Where she was, like, robbing oh, banks yeah. or something? Oh, Queen Laquifa. Yep, Queen Laquifa. Why are you calling her that? Because huh? it's funny. Because it's funny. Because it's ha 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 That's what the kids are saying. No, uh, this movie made me feel like weird Z's. I don't know, like it made me feel really uncomfortable. One thing this movie did actually do it. Um, it did talk about the other movies in the very beginning, which I was wasn't. I didn't think was actually going to happen. I forgot. Uh, I I figured they would reference the original, mm-hmm. but I didn't know that it would reference what two and three. In the very beginning, there was a whole explanation of, in uh, 1973, this happened, and then ten years later, this happened, because that's, they literally made a sequel ten years after the first one. I don't know why Toby Hooper was like, I, he made the sequel in the original, I don't know why he waited I, I, ten years. I never saw the third one, but I have no idea how this ties into the first two. Just that there's this family that lives in the thing, and they were doing Bumpkins. these things. Okay. That's that, it. that was basically the tie-in. Because the, the only thing that kept it true to the series was the fact that they had a character 
Leatherface. It even like says on the IMDb or on the wiki page, the film is a loose remake of and quasi sequel to the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Loose butthole. And uh, the guy who directed this actually co-wrote the original um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre with Toby Hooper. Huh. And then it says it only has loose connections to the previous two sequels, which are mentioned in the film's opening prologue. Two minor yet apparently un apparently related incidents, which happened. They they mentioned like oh there's been these other things that have happened since the 1973 ten years later there was this one and then a few years later there was this one and there hasn't been anything for I don't know however many years it said and then this movie takes place in 1996 and they try to get you in the very beginning they have that classic sound from like the beginning of the original movie that photo sound that but it's just somebody taking pictures from prom Mm -hmm. so they try to they try to like, have some homages to the original and to some of the others, and they just don't work out as well. And, like, I mean, the house and the family, and then there's, like, the scene where the guy got hit in the head with the sledgehammer. I think it was trying to be reminiscent of when the guy gets hit with the meat tenderizer in the first one, mm-hmm. and it just wasn't the same. And then her jumping out the window is just, like, at the end of the first one, the girl jumps out the window, but that girl jumps from, and she falls and hits the ground and runs away. Renee Zellweger just hit the roof and she climbed up an antenna. She didn't get the window the first time. No, she didn't. No. It was a Half really bad. Yeah. It was a really bad cut. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, very obvious that she didn't make it quite through the window, and it was uh, it was pretty hilarious. And she also had a really bad stunt. The stunt double just like vigorously shaking her head back and forth, like no, no, and then it was like, well, this you're in clear view of like we can clearly see that you are not Renee Zellweger, yeah. like in Red. Yeah, it was like Red. Yep, just like in Red. This movie's identical to Red. Butt sliding. <laughs> Wait, much. is that Red? What? What was had butt sliding? What movie? Butt sliding. Yeah, that was Red. Whether okay. they're like, yeah. oh, this is the only movie this guy's ever directed. This movie? Wonder yeah, why. he wrote all the movies. He like pre-produced the most all the. Te- he's produced every Texas Chainsaw movie. He just it reminded me of a what fart that Rob Zombie put under a comforter, and some other person smelled and thought that they liked the smell of it, so they would fart under the comforter also. Like I just didn't. It it's just backwards, gross. backwards hillbilly types. Yeah, doing creepy, crazy things. And it wasn't even like the violence; it was more like the weird, demented. There was a lot of like intense face grabbing. Yeah, I guess spinning. you could see like the like Devil's Rejects, House of a Thousand yeah. Corpses type of feel to there it. There wasn't like, like torture kill stuff. It was just weird, except for like, this family was domestic. more like a sitcom. Mm-hmm. As opposed like a, to like having their shit together. Yeah, like at least like when you like you're watching Devil's Rejects, they seem to have like, a, like some sort of set. Yeah. Plan. They have, like... They have a system. They have a... Yeah, they have a system set up. They're on the same page. Yeah, this was, like, like immediately when they all got in the house all at the same time, finally, it literally turned into, like, it might as well have been a 90s sitcom. You could have just had, like, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre theme play. It's like some fucking... Christina Applegate walk through the set. Everyone... Everyone clap. Woo! Yeah, woo! Yeah. Yeah. It's like natural born killers Z. Yeah, there you it go. It was really weird. I yeah, like it that. was that was it was very very odd. I, I wonder how this movie would have turned out if it were directed by Oliver Stone. <laughs> right. I, yeah, I, that's really. Mm-hmm. I think it would have been really weird. Or I don't know how much weirder you can get than the movie we watched. John Waters. John Waters. There was yeah. a little. I felt like the chase the chicken type thing at the end was a little John Waters Z from Crybaby. 
Yeah, but the thing but is... But it was only because Leatherface looks like Divine yeah, to me Yeah, but the thing time. is, though, like, that was, like, almost another callback to the second one. With a In the beginning, they're going down the road. These, like, teenagers are going down the road, and they get attacked by Leather... Like, a truck with Leatherface on the side, and he's, like, cutting up the fucking car, and he cuts up the kids, and that's, like, people are like, oh, my God, there's a chainsaw incident happening that's how Dennis Hopper, like, starts yeah. investigating it again. But... So it was, it was, it felt like, you know, a callback to that. There were attempts. There were attempts. A lot of things were attempted in this movie, and, but though, like, I, feel, I honestly feel like this isn't the worst one. Uh, the first two are great. I really enjoy those. This one, I really think is better than the third one. I've never seen it. Even though one. the third one doesn't have a tranny thing going on with other face, and he's... He's Weezy. just like, he's like a fat guy. He's like a really it's like fat. strong. It, lo- it looks like Chris Farley as Leatherface in <laughs> like Dan Connor. Yeah, it lo- yeah, it lo- it looks like that- with a mullet. Yeah, but that's how he looks in the third one. Like like a like a just a fat guy. Yeah, and it's like why was he a, why is he a big fat guy now? I don't know. In the beginning of this one, he was like a more rugged man type. And then eh, all, all of ish. a sudden, it was like well, Pride Week in the middle of Halstead Street, <laughs> like on a gloomy Sunday afternoon. Like I don't understand. At the beginning, he he was wearing like a curly gray wig over his long brown hair. And the weeping—it wasn't even like tortured screaming. It was like weepy. Yeah the the amount of screaming that Leatherface did in this movie was definitely. <laughs> It was more than the dialogue. Yeah, and it was it was it was just so much more over the top than he ever has been, because he. It was just like, <laughs> and it, he always screamed, but he never like was it was never like so out there. It was always like it wasn't even menacing. No, it was no like not this weird, no, it, sad. Yeah, it, it was like almost crying. Yeah, and, yeah. I just, yeah, very, very... He's very emotive. He wasn't very angry. He was just very wistful. Yeah. The spinning with the chainsaw, and then just, like, I don't know, it was kind of like weird breakfasty club. <laughs> silhouette. I don't know. It was like they were trying to have this weird moment at, what, the, end at the end where he's like spinning with that fucking. Oh, chainsaw. but he does that in the original though. At the he end, spins. the girl. Yeah, the girl gets away and I she, like barely remember. She jumps in the back of a. She jumps out the window. Yeah. The one hillbilly guy's chasing her, mm-hmm. and so is other face. That guy gets hit by a truck, and then the truck driver stops, and she gets in the truck in the back of the truck, and Leatherface comes running and. Like, the sun's setting and whatever, and it's he's very similar, like, out. where he's just, like, spinning and spinning and freaking oh, out. Oh, I do remember and that. And she drives, she just gets away in the truck. This was more of, like, a weird, like, spinning in, like, a kind of... Yeah, I don't know, it was weird. It was still very, I mean, he was dressed up like a woman. It was more like so a frolic. The, yeah. Yeah, it was, I don't know. Yeah. Like it's a, funny you mentioned Breakfast Club, because the, the poke, because the second movie, that because Toby, Toby Hooper, he always felt like he couldn't make... Uh, uh, he really just didn't want to do a sequel necessarily to the original one. He just felt like I can't top that because mm-hmm. it like, other than Psycho, that kind of kick that and Halloween kind of kick started the slasher genre. Uh-huh. And he felt like I don't I can't do this. So when he he did make a sequel finally, it was more of a satire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And, I mean, Bill Mosley's character in it, who I, I love his character in it, is really goofy, and Dennis Hopper is really over the top. But the poster for the second one is a parody of the Breakfast Club poster. Oh, that is funny. It has, like, the, a dead body laying on the front, and then, like, Leatherface. They're all, all in the exact poses of the Breakfast Club poster. Love but it. All of them, yeah. So it's kind of weird that you mentioned that. And, and one weird thing about this movie... Even though they do focus on the family a lot in these movies, they also give, a pro- I'd say, equal time to the victims. Yeah. As opposed to this movie, it basically gave no fucks about anybody involved. Well, yeah, they were all idiots. Because the family was so crazy. I mean... Yeah, yeah it just over overpowered on. them completely. Where is Elwigger, I guess? just, like, stole it. I mean, he was, like... I feel like part of him wanted to railroad the shit out of that because he knew everybody was sucking big old buttholes on this movie. Yeah. So he just took it. Look, they yeah. gave him a fucking bionic leg and made him a psychopath. I, Why not if just I scream ever, your fucking if head I, off? If, some, if I ever, like, met him, I would ask him about this. This movie? <laughs> yeah. He looks so, like, virile and young. And well, I just was. didn't realize, but I've never realized... I really saw, like, sinewy and kind of, like, an Iggy Pop thing going on the older that he gets. Like, just really, like, an old piece of steak looking as <laughs> he gets older. Yeah. But, like, I never realized it 100% until we watched this. He used to have, like, I don't know, maybe he's just lost too much weight for different roles or he's just old, but I just, damn... Well, the original release was 20 years ago. All right, so. I know. <laughs> Stuff doesn't feel that old anymore, especially not Yeah, me. yeah. Uh, but, oh, yeah, this movie was, uh, the budget was $600,000, and it made one hundred eighty-five. Oh yeah, dollars. $185. <laughs> the box office, that's it. Probably. Yeah. Uh, apparently, this movie is no longer on DVD either. I was looking it up on uh, Amazon, and Not even you can like TV rent worthy. it. You can rent it through Amazon Instant Video, or buy it through Amazon uh-huh. Instant. I think. No, you can't even rent it. You can only buy it through Amazon Instant. That's sad. And it's not even on DVD anymore. It's, you can buy like Faces of Death DVDs, but you can't buy. Them. It's just <laughs> I'm sure licensing rights and yeah, things like no. that, and then they just discontinued. And the everyone DVD. in the movie wanted to forget that they were. Yeah, made it. yeah, yeah. I've seen this. I've, you can still find the DVDs though. I've seen it in the five dollar bin at Walmart. Mm-hmm. So it, it's still it's still out there. It's just not you're not gonna find find them new anywhere on Amazon or anything like that. And I'm sure it'll pop up again. They'll make like some sort of like set with all of them, even though none of them go together continuity-wise, except for uh, the first four, Mm -hmm. this one being the last, go together. And then there were those other two in the mid-2000s, Jessica Biel's in the one. Yeah, I remember. And then they had that one last year. Who was the one with the... Oh, wait, that's maybe not the same thing. Wait, I'm thinking of... Maybe it is Texas Chainsaw Massive, but the one from Ladybugs, the hot girl from Ladybugs. Wasn't she... And there was, like, an awkward rape scene. That's the Hills Have Eyes. Never mind. Forget it. Just okay. forget it. Drop it. Um, yeah. <laughs> then, then they had the one last year, Texas Chainsaw 3D, which was a, well, it was trying to be a direct sequel to the original movie, mm-hmm. just taking place now, and it was a, it was a big fart. I watched it, and uh, the only there was only one part I liked about the entire movie, and it was the very it was the end of the movie. I liked the way it ended, but the whole movie sucked, and it wasn't worth sitting through to see that ending. It was just an ending, 
One I didn't expect to happen. Well, I mean, I guess uh, spoilers for anybody. <laughs> it's on Netflix now, but it only came out a year ago. But, like, the main girl who's... She learns she's her bloodline is part of this family, and she inherits this house. Mm-hmm. And so she, they go, her friends, and they all go, and whatever. And party. And yeah, and they're getting, like, attacked, obviously. The same old thing, and the town has covered up all these murders that happened over the years. and mm-hmm. And, but then... And then, uh, she's kind of, like, realizes that the town, like, like, drove these people kind of crazy or something because they were different mm-hmm. or something and, like, started murdering, trying to murder them, the townspeople did, and the sheriffs and stuff, and, like, lit them on fire and stuff, the family. I don't know, and then she started feeling sympathy for her murder fa- murdering family and then at the end, she, she, well, at the end, she, like, like just is still living in the house, and, like, Leatherface is, like, in the basement, and, like, she's giving him, like, food. But it was, like, an ending I didn't see coming, because in, in those movies, you think like this, like, Renee Zellweger gets away. Yeah. She's, like, you sort know, of. the heroine character, she survives, there's the one survivor. Well, no free. one was pulling for her particularly. No. I'd call her a protagonist. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, you know what I mean, though? There's, like, in those, in these types of movies, these slasher movies, there's always, like, the the one character that gets away, yeah, that survives. Right. And that's what I thought was, I was like, oh, this is, I get to clearly see where this is going, and then, oh, no, she is now kind of crazy herself, and is living in this house, and is taking on this, this duty of taking care of her an uncle or whatever, yeah. you're, you Same. know, and I was like, whoa, I kind of like that little... T- if the movie had been better, this ending would have been really cool, but the movie fucking sucked. Yeah. So, well, I got the... I got, you get this decent ending to a, sh- a shit movie. Um, Sometimes the best part of a bad movie are the credits. Yeah, this, though, I... I, there were, I mean, it's a bad movie. But there are parts I liked, especially Matthew McConaughey, but the ending of this movie is so fucking weird. Yeah, no explanation and No, whatsoever. you just get nothing. It's uh, it's just beyond anything. I mean, we haven't really discussed too much about the movie, but friends, they're, uh, these group of friends, mm-hmm. prom night, they get lost in the woods, havoc ensues. Mm-hmm. But the family is, like we were saying, is very sitcom crazy, but before they even get out there, they had some uh, really good lines here. Oh, um, yeah. Well, the one girl, Heather, her boyfriend, Barry, was caught making out with another woman. And he was like, I just kissed her once, so it's okay. He's like, God, can't even hang out with my friends anymore. You're so overbearing. (laughs) I was just like, yes, this guy fucking rules. Oh, my God. Like, what a ridiculous character. Just already off. Whatever, baby. Yeah. And then the other two are in the backseat of their car. That's kind of like how it all happens they drive off and they're in the they weren't seat. even friends with them i don't know why they were in the back they were like used to be friends he's like i know you guys are smoking weed back there so i don't know they must have been like hey whatever that guy's car we know him let's go back I, there i used to know that guy let's, let's go, go smoke, smoke weed, weed. In this car. yeah yeah it was ah uh, yeah they like popped up from the back like there, a, there was the vacuous yeah. heather friend or whatever yeah. the heather chick who was not renee zellweger her name was her character's name was jenny uh, the Heather chick had this, like, infatuation with death. Yeah, she was a morbid and person. And at one point, she literally says, while driving the car, <laughs> I, quote, I just thought of something so cool. What if we all got in a car crash and died and went straight through the windshield? 
They write a song about us. Like, who the fuck wrote this dialogue? Like, I just thought of something so cool. Some of the dialogue in this movie is just, like, unbelievable. It was making me angry. Especially Renee Zellweger, captured by these maniacs, and she consistently asks them for help. Are you going to help me? Like, over and over again. You're going to help me, right? You're... Why the fuck would they help you? In what reasons? What did she say? Like, you locked me in a trunk. I'm sorry, You beat I can't me in breathe. the head. You choked me. <laughs> you did all this shit. Like, and then you're going to ask them for help so many times. That's the kind you of... You can't forget the cattle prod. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, cattle prodding. Yeah, and then when she's in the trunk of the lady's car, she is, like, screaming and stuff, and... At the, uh, the lady's getting some pizzas and stuff at the drive-thru, <laughs> and the guy's like, well, you got somebody in your trunk, like, joking, and she's like, oh, and she goes back there to tell her to shut up, and then she's like, I can't breathe. Yeah, she was yeah, like, I'm yeah, sorry, she says, but I can't breathe. She says, okay, but I can't breathe. Yeah, oh, yeah, she goes, she's like, you need to be quiet, and then she's like, okay, but I can't breathe. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay, I'll shut up now. If, if I poke I'll stop a, acting kidnapped. If I poke a hole in the bag, will you shut up? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't know. It's just... And then that lady's the one with the boobs. She showed boobs. Yeah, she did show boobs 13 minutes into the movie. So wait. Okay, well, when they get, to when they get the lost car. in the woods, yeah. they... They get lost in the woods, they get in a car accident. The guy comes flying out. That first guy came flying yeah, out of nowhere he, with no explanation. Who knows what was going on with him? He crashed. He dies because Vilmer kills him. Vilmer is Matthew McConaughey. But they they find this trailer in the woods who is the this random woman has like an she's not in the woods she's it looks like some yeah. other businesses or something around something but like she, a motel uh, or something I don't really yeah, I don't know what she the fuck. they go into her like office which is like a trailer office like a you'd see on a construction site mm-hmm. and somebody drives by throwing something through the window and she's like oh yeah you want to see something oh, and she yeah. like flashes her boobs <laughs> that was weird. Yeah, I don't like know. to get me riled up. And, and it almost seemed very obvious that she was going to be in on it. A weirdo. A weirdo who just flashed her boobs. Half the time, some of the, like, some of the dialogue she had, I didn't even understand what, what the fuck. Like, Matthew McConaughey is always known for speaking in weird, yeah, yeah. roundabout things and, like, stuff that doesn't even make any sense in an analogous kind of, like... Yeah, the one time she goes... She goes, when you find Vilmer, uh, just make sure you ask him how the cows eat the cabbage. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Is that like a saying? I don't know. I've never heard that. Uh-uh. Um, I don't I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. Yeah. When she was talking to them just about when they busted in, yeah. she was just, she didn't care. She was going off about all kinds of weird shit. I don't know. But yeah, the, I love that kid, that name Vilmer. That's uh, that was Matthew McConaughey's name. The other lady, why was their last name Slaughter? Who? All the characters, well, the bad guy characters, because in all the other movies, the the they're the Sawyer family. On the end credits, they didn't even have last names. Oh, we're gonna go with Sawyer because that's that's not sitting well with me. <laughs> I just don't I'm know why they would change it. their last names for one movie. Maybe they're not the same family. But they are, because they mentioned it in the beginning. Uh, mm. I didn't trust anything in that movie. Well, anyways, Vilmer, Darla, Walter, and then you have Leatherface. Obviously. And 
Uh, yeah, Vilmer, Matthew McConaughey was just, I thought he was just awesome in this movie. He was hilarious. He was, he played crazy really well. It almost made me wish I'd like, oh, like I'd like to see him in a role like this again. He was. He was in Killer Joe, and it was gross. It wasn't like this. No, but he was. It wasn't like this. Killer he just Joe. had a bionic chicken leg. He also gave a, he gave a blowy to a, a simulated blowy to a gun in this movie. James Franco, gave, that's where the inspiration came from for James yes. Franco. Well, he also gave a simulated... Oh, no, he didn't perform the simulated fellatio on the chicken leg. That was Gina Gershon in Killer Joe. But in this, he didn't really up. suck on the He's gun. Like, he just put it in his mouth as in, like, go ahead, shoot me, shoot oh, me. Oh, yeah, maybe that that, that, he maybe wasn't, that just reminded yeah. me of the James Franco He wasn't. Back. Yeah, he wasn't really necessarily, like... Sucking on it, he yeah, was just putting true. it in his mouth to be like, "Okay, bitch, are you gonna do this or not?" Woo! Yeah. When they once they kidnap Renee Zellweger, finally, it just gets batshit crazy. It goes it doesn't make any. It goes to crazy town, well, butterfly style. What did they do the first time? I feel like they just like they took that bag over her and he like caressed her face very. Oh yeah, that was. They, he's they, like, are you freaking out right yeah, now? Yeah, and she's like, I don't know. And he was like, Yeah, that's right, you don't know. That's right, you don't know. He was just going like, I wish I could have wrote down everything he said because it was just it was, it was just ri- ridiculously insane and incredible, all at once and terrible. The lines, everything that what's her face had to say was just some of the worst garbage. Nice. Ever oh dribbled God. out of anybody's mouth ever, so. Are you gonna help me? What? I said, are you gonna help me? Oh, yeah. And then when he shows her the bodies in the back of the tow truck, yeah. she goes, oh, God! <laughs> <laughs> like, the, it wasn't even necessarily that some of the lines, it was her delivery was so piss poor. Yeah. Just like, no! What? Why are you okay? <laughs> it's just like a little kid doing it. It, like, almost reminded me of, like, the. The David after Dennis kid when he's all is hopped this up. This real life. Yeah, yeah. I think that kid could have gave a better performance it's than. Gonna be like this forever. Yeah, is this gonna be like this forever? No, Renee. One day you'll be nominated. One day you'll get out of that prom dress and out of the tinfoil dress and. Oh my! Yeah, the tinfoil big shoulder dress. Yeah, and then there was also uh, that weird like changes. Buffalo Bill moment ish with Leatherface had a Buffalo Bill thing. Kind of happening to. There's all kinds of just stuff that made me really uncomfortable. Yeah, and then like when, when the, like the man kind of had a couple freakouts where he started cutting himself. Yeah, like for whatever reasons. And he's like, "What are you gonna do? Shoot me?" He's like, and she's like, "Yeah," and he's like, "What if I do this?" And he like, cuts cut his himself. chest. Like you can't shoot me if I cut myself. <laughs> but then after he bionic leg smashed that lady's head and he cut himself a bunch of times too. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Who knows? It's just we don't. Yeah, we don't. I don't and know. I just liked, I don't know. I enjoyed the having the soundtrack of the like like every single time. Can you imagine sound editing this movie and just like when do they really give a fuck that the leg is making noise? And I think they did it pretty accurately, to be honest. They like did. anytime he walked, they didn't do it. They didn't overdo it. Right. Until the when it was freaking out. Yeah. Which is, okay, It's the leg's freaking out. That was a, but they, one of my I, favorite parts. I mean, it could have been worse. It could have been every every single second. <laughs> but they kind of was subtle about it. Like a step, when they when he would step <laughs> with that leg, it would happen. It, I mean, 
it could have been really obnoxious and ridiculous. As I mean, it already was. He had like a vacuum tube. Yeah. It literally looked like something you put together. It looked like it had like a an attachment on it. Like you would find that. Yeah, it was like it was very makeshifty. It just looked like somebody just put it together in two seconds. Like, oh, well, let's put this on his leg. Like, I just I want to know what where that came from. Like whose idea was they it? They never said. To yeah. Put, like not even like in the in the movie itself. I want to know making it. Like when they were making it, was that in this? Was that written down before Has they started? Or was it like leg. on set? Somebody was like, "Oh, you know, what would be cool if he had like a fucking robot leg." I've, I've got some extra plastic tubing laying around. Or maybe he was like in this. There, he had a scene where he was like using a vacuum, and then I bet like, it, was it broke. McConaughey's fucking batshit idea. <laughs> Think it was his idea to have Probably. a robot leg. What if he had a leg? It came to him <laughs> when he was he naked. A, what if he had a leg? He did have a leg. What if he had a robot leg? All, all right, right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right. My leg is living, L-I-V-I-N, living. He did all right, all right, all right. He this. did do the all right, all... I, but it wasn't as, su- like, as like slow uh-uh. as usual. He hasn't perfected so it I, yet. I, yeah, he did, because he'd already done <laughs> Days of Confused. <laughs> Uh, what, three years prior? He's still so doing it. He, he did it at the Oscars. He, uh... I, but I wonder if they, they put that in the movie, or, or purposely, or what... I wonder if that was just, like, it happened, and then he... He, he has so to, happened to be it all the time. something he just says all they the time. They said that it... They had a thing, I don't remember what show he was on, or whatever, when Dallas Buyers Club, he was doing, like, the tours after the Oscars, and they talked to him about, like, where it comes from, but I didn't remember. You, you didn't see the documentary? Uh, and don't you, um, the thing with the chest bumping in the, in Wolf of Wall Street, I guess that's something, like, he Yeah, does. he does that, yeah, it's part of his meditation mm-hmm. before he does, like, scenes and stuff. And I guess it was, like, Leonardo DiCaprio's idea to yeah, put it in the movie. Yeah, just, like, dude, just keep doing it, it's cool, we'll just film it. And you can kind of, the funny thing is, you can kind of see, when you watch that scene, Leonardo DiCaprio just, like, laughing to himself, like, this is great. Yeah, I, I told him to do Apparently this. Apparently there's like a bunch of deleted scenes from this movie, too. There's a subplot that involves Jenny's stepfather abusing her in the opening scene. Oh my god. Um, remember they did talk about why she hates men. They never said why, but they remember that she... Remember, remember he was like, he's like, you hate men. He's like, you never want to come to parties. You never want to... Yeah. Anytime anybody's doing anything like this, you never want to come around. There must That's be some sort of reason. super non-misogynistic guy. That was guy. probably the reason. Like, her father abused her. And she didn't like men because of that reason, but we never got that. It was in these well, scenes in that were cut, but uh, in certain there's er, certain versions of this movie where these scenes are in this movie. Like, I wonder if there's a scene that explains why he has a bionic leg. No, there's not. <laughs> That's not one of the listed. There's a longer conversation between Jenny and Darla in the bathroom. Um, there's a the Darla one was fun. okay. So what was her? They put okay. So the story was either that she has dependency issues, or that she has Stockholm syndrome, or that they put a chip in her brain. Darla seemed to be in love with Vilmer. Yeah, and she had mentioned, you know, I can go always go back to my husband whenever I want. Yeah, but then she also mentioned that. She had a chip in her head, and if she tried to leave... They would blow her head up. He would blow her head up. 
Which I really wish that scene would have happened. Weird, I wish we could have got a head exploding scene. When the scene. weird, like, FBI guy came, that's okay. what she said. She's we're like, we're not going to say that that guy was part of the FBI. Okay, the weird guy with the weird we don't tattoo, know what's going on. The suspension rings in his stomach and the tribal scarring all over his stomach for whatever fucking reason. That was, face never, that was never explained. Yeah, and then he licked Renee's all over his face a bunch of times. Um, she told him, you know why I stay here or whatever, but she didn't say. She just said, like, And the you character's know. name, the guy that shows up at the end is named Rothman. Is that the guy with the suspension rings? Yeah. And he says they're not doing their jobs correctly. He licks... He licked her face. Yeah, he licked her face Gratuitously good. Gratuitously for like two minutes straight. It was uncomfortable. Yeah, and then. And he had rings in his stomach with like weird scarring. Yeah, he had like. He unbuttoned it his wasn't shirt. even scarring, it was like symbols and stuff. Yeah. I, I. Oh my god. I was almost starting to think like, oh, there's gonna be this weird, like, uh, like this, like. Weird, like, society thing going on with this, like, oh, high society, like. Symbol like people with these like all these symbols on their stomach and, and they have these like rings and that's part of this thing and there was gonna be this whole other plot we're gonna get and I now don't I don't they know. They didn't even explain who he was or why he no, was like Rothman. seemingly in on it. Rothman. He just came in and licked her face and then was there at the end again. Yeah, I don't to pick her up to save her from them, which made no well, sense. Well, because again. he saved her. He explained why. Because he was, was because then. he was pissed because things didn't go the oh, way they were supposed up. to go, and it all got fucked up. So he basically like, we fucked up. Go leave. Just get out of here. We really buffed this one. Yeah, they don't. Well, I ran well, him over well, the plane because so. they want. We'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. He. I feel like that he let her go and didn't give the him didn't give her back to them. Because majority of them survived, mm. other than Matthew McConaughey's character, Leatherface, Darla, um, that no, not that weird history quoting guy, guy, Walter, they all survived. He did get hit in the head with something, but I thought he was still alive. Yeah, I think he got hit in the head. But I feel like he didn't give them give her back because they fucked up, because they wanted her because Leatherface wanted her skin. Oh, and her face. Yeah. Remember, he was like, "Well, we kept you alive, and all in perfect condition because he wants your he wants you. My yeah. brother, my brother wants you, and so I I felt like it's a bullshit. It's an explanation I came up with on my own, which is, I mean I'm giving Man, credit to this movie. To I'm giving credit to this movie where it doesn't deserve the credit. Intent. But it's I was thinking like, oh, maybe he because he was so upset with them. And disappointed in the way things worked out, like you don't get the, you don't get her. She just can. I mean, he dropped her off at the hospital with a police officer, unless yeah. they're all in on it. Because then she looked at some woman in the was. hospital, and I don't know who that was. I don't know who that was either. It just says like where she sees Sally Hardesty. Who the fuck is Sally Hardesty? <laughs> Look it up. What? <laughs> it literally says this at the bottom of the page. Where she sees Sally Hardesty. Oh my... I don't... Look it up. Yeah, I'm going to. I just don't... Sally Hardesty? Who's that? The character from the original movie? Oh. 
How did she know? That's her? what they're saying. It's the it's the character and the main protagonist mm-hmm. from the original movie. It's the chick who escapes at the end of the original movie. Is it the same actress? I don't think so. <laughs> I'm going to say no. But, so, now my thinking is... I'm going way too deep into this, I think. Uh, but my yeah. thinking is that they always... Because it ends similar to the original... How is that even supposed to mean that that girl is Sally from the original movie? There's, they don't tell you anything. The guy just asked her if she knew the other girl. And, and they just, like, show, her, and they just like, show her. How is anybody anybody seeing this movie for the first time supposed to know that's who that is? They don't even say her name. They don't. They just kind of made the eye contact. And, and even if they said her name, other if you if you didn't remember, you'd have to go back and watch it and or look it up like, or something. Do you know that lady's lots of weird stuff going around in here? Yeah, but maybe that hospital, because they, like, took her into a back room and she was all, like, chained down. She wasn't yeah. hurt in any sort of way. She's nutty. But maybe that Rothman guy, if he's been behind all this the whole time, takes these people, like, saves them, but takes them to this place where they can tell somebody about shit, and then they just get put away in, like, a fucking mental institution type of thing. Maybe. Maybe that's what it was. I'm giving saying. this movie a lot more credit yeah, I think than it deserves. Yeah, I think way more about it than I thought. But I just thought, who's that lady? Well, duh, that, it's the that's it's, a, it's supposed life. to be the girl from the original. I guess I don't. <laughs> I don't know how anybody's supposed to get that. That that makes this ending that makes this ending even more batshit crazy. It really does because you already get no explanation to who this Rothman guy is. You have you can guess that he is some sort of secret government organization type of person because they did mention that mm-hmm. they didn't they didn't mention that. That Vilmer was doing all this work for the government, well, for this government secret government organization, like he, because she was like, she was like, it wasn't necessarily the government who killed Kennedy, it was these people. It oh was like yeah, this, I forgot. It she was, was like, saying weird she, and she didn't like mean that. necessarily them, the family, but like the people who like Are employ them. Yeah. So essentially, like. Leatherface is, like, contracted out by this, like, secret possible society government organization that is running this whole thing for years, and I, I just don't even... I think It's such Leather... a weird idea to throw into this. It... I think Leatherface spends more time putting on black lipstick and listening to Depeche Mode, frankly. <laughs> I don't think that that... I yeah, don't know that that's to, what's happened in to, this movie. To, to add this level of, like, thought into these movies, it's just so bizarre. Mm-mm. Like why? Why do you need to? Why does it need to be this? It's just a family in the woods. They're crazy. They kill people. Sometimes they turn them into chili and sell the chili at chili contests. I mean, it, they're just crazy backwoods people that have yeah. fucking issues, and they're yeah. just fucking crazy. But now they have this alternative motive that they are working for some high society, secret government. Thing with a guy with symbols on his belly with rings. If they were tied in with those people, they should have got them like a duplex or something, like a better housing a situation. Duplex. Like they I don't think the would have They should have got well, brownstone. I don't know a house. They should have got them their own place. That place was yikes. If they knew people with money, they should. They should have taken his bionic leg and shoved it up that guy's ass. Yeah, and we really, I mean, I don't know why, and there was never an explanation. Just like there was never an explanation to who those people were and why they showed up. Or and who was flying the uh, plane at the end. Yeah, that bro- deliberately beamed Michael, or Michael, beamed what's-his-face on the fucking head, Matthew McConaughey. Somebody, 
on here. I don't know where they got this information from, mm. but it says an apparent. Okay, so the Rothman thing I think was supposed to be an Illuminati. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, okay. Which I mean, um, that's what I've been saying the whole time—high yeah. society type of secret, secret. Government. Yeah. So, and it says an apparent order of the, of the Illuminati airplane operated. Did it say that on the side? I didn't see that at all. It was a yellow fucking crop duster. <laughs> did it say it order of the Illuminati on the side no, of the plane? It was a crop so I don't know duster. where this person's getting. Why would you advertise that? <laughs> no, I don't know. That but it says that the airplane was operated by one of Rothman's colleagues. That's what we, what we were. Oh, see, we we don't get this explanation. So where this person got this from? Maybe there was like an interview or, or something where they explained everything, or like they read the actual script from this movie, and it explains one of Rothman's colleagues is flying this plane and kills Vilmer because he's upset. But well, you don't get this. Like the first time you see that plane, it's actually dusting a field. Yeah. Was he just like actually working until his moment of opportunity came? And he's like called him up. On the the fucking two way P- punch out, you gotta kill this guy. <laughs> yeah. Or I was he crop dusting or was he just flying? He, he's crop dusting. He, he was actually dusting the fields. Yeah, yeah, because they own that property. They own that whole section. It's all the Illuminati group. All right. Well, this they took this movie into some. I don't know. Leatherface turned people... into a movie about the Illuminati. It's know, fucking why weird. Those old people with Bloody Marys. <laughs> Where did they and, come from? Drinking and driving, we're chilling there. That lady with a twenty years younger dubbed voice, Mister Scottish. <laughs> drive, Mister Scottish. Their last name drive. was Scottish. Yeah. Yep, that was their last name. Just didn't make any sense. So yeah. Drinking but yeah, and driving. Oh, apparently Scottish. that's what it is. It's it's one of Rothman's guys is driving the plane, and. Swoops down and blades fucking his head, and kills Matthew McConaughey's character to leave the rest of the family to suffer. Just like, oh, my brother died. That's not like a Wookiee. Yeah, that was. I don't know about the Wookiee sound, but yeah, it's just. It just. You didn't even talk about the malfunction. The, the epic, leg. The epic remote control The leg battle. battle. Oh, yeah, when the one part where Renee Zellweger is trying to escape and she, uh... That was very 90s. She jumps over and, like, grabs the remote, one of the one of his various... He had all these remotes and he was so upset that the batteries weren't being charged for them. And she grabbed one of them and started, like, controlling his leg and... And kept doing like that. Yeah, like, we were like, wait, 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 wait. But he also had a remote. So they were just going it. back and forth. Yeah, it was a remote war. So like war. when you have like a window winder war. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... I don't know. I just... Uh, the, uh, I'm more just confused by the ending of this movie and... See, this person who wrote the thing who said he writes Sawyers, but then he also writes Slaughters. Why did somebody think their last name was Slaughters? That's just fucking stupid. <laughs> Idiot, way to go, way to ruin the Wikipedia. Yeah, apparently this movie was released in several film festivals uh, under the title The Return of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, this is why. In 1994, it was it was made and then released several film festivals. Then it was shelved for three years, was recut, <laughs> Never bring and re-released again. under the title The Texas Chainsaw Massacre in the Next Generation in late summer 1997. 
after its two lead actors had both become major Hollywood stars. Oh, so they were like, throw this out there! Yeah, people will see it because these people... It almost has, like, a Cabin in the Woods type effect. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, uh, Chris Hemsworth, he's big yeah, now. Yeah, right, like, Thor, yeah. And same thing with that Red Dawn remake. They let it sit on the shelf for almost four to five years. I liked Cabin in the Woods. And... Oh, yeah, yeah, I enjoyed that too. I never saw the Red Dawn remake. I refused because I love the original. Yeah. Uh, but that was another case. That movie was filmed. Uh, it was there. I believe it was Chinese mm. that were in it that attacked us in the movie. They changed it to Koreans in like post. Mm-hmm. Like once the movie was finally going to get released, or it's the other way somewhere. I don't know. Anyways, that movie had Chris Hemsworth and that kid from uh, the fucking Hunger Games movies. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But it stayed on the shelf for like four years and all of a sudden Hunger Games and Thor come out and then this Red Dawn remake is finally getting mm-hmm. released. Like, it, they, and What's-His-Face was in it. Josh Peck from Drake and Josh. Nobody cares about that kid. I like him. He was in the Wackness. Yeah, was that was about smoking. it. That was about it. That was it. And nobody cares about that kid. I liked it. You like Drake and Josh? I Because you want to talk... We could we can watch an episode of that and we can sit through that pain. I used to watch Drake and Josh. That's sad. Mm-hmm. I've I've seen some episodes of that show and it is unbearably bad for for a, for a kids show. It is fucking horrible. Whatever. Sweet life that. of Zach and Cody's way worse. I'd rather watch Dog with a Blog. What is that? That's a thing? fucking show that exists on the Disney Channel right now. I would that rather watch awesome. Dog meow, with meow. a Blog. There's some show a talking for kids dog. called Meow Meow. And it is two cats, but they don't talk. My friend who has a kid showed me it, and they go... <laughs> and make weird noises. No, I've never seen that. Meow, so meow. They're two cats, claymation cats. My niece doesn't watch that, because I don't know what that is. Meow, meow. I'm glad kid shows are still teaching children. Whatever, remember fucking Teletubbies? Remember fucking Bumbos or whatever? Booba? Boobas. Boobas. Oh, and that show farted. was awesome. They would fart they, all they the wo- time. They woke up in giant fuzzy spoons. <laughs> that like, show was a fucking acid trip I would get itself. ripped and laugh my it ass was, off at that, that show like, Whoever made that show, they were just like, let's, let's party. <laughs> this is for Come kids. Come on, these like giant fucking fuzzy and they had those little <laughs> bobbleheads and they went inside yeah. and they popped out and they're like <laughs> and then they woke up in giant fuzzy spoons like this sh- that show is fucked up that's like and a they fucked went up fart. crazy show they farted to get everywhere they like yeah they then they fly yeah yep. I remember seeing it cause I think one Ooh, time wow. we were hanging out and we were high and watching that show <laughs> somebody was like well what's this boobahs mm. and we just turned it on because yeah. we're like, what the fuck is boobahs? And we're like, we're, one, we're too high to be watching this, and was like two, the, we don't even need to be high to be watching this. It was like, like demented Teletubbies. Yeah, it was, it was pretty, farts. Uh, pretty messed up. But yeah, apparently this movie had, like a, like I said, a very rough and complicated release history, uh, including re-edits and reissues into the cinemas. That's kind of funny, too. I mean, well, I can understand it for, like being terrible but not violent yeah it had a lengthy uh, post-production the film screened at the South by Southwest Film and Media Conference in 1985 prior to this during the film's post-production stage Columbia Pictures reportedly signed to distribute the film theatrically along with home video release in October 1995 and it agreed to spend no less than $500,000 on prints and advertising the company subsequently had the film re-edited numerous times and changed the title of the movie, uh, according to Robert, for producer Robert Kuhn. Columbia Pictures pushed the film back to await 
the release of the star of Jerry Maguire. Oh, okay. They wanted Jerry Maguire to come out, and then they would properly... Re- they had no problem with... Uh, the filmmakers had no problem. Um, apparently, Matthew McConaughey's uh, agent had uh, put pressure on Columbia Pictures not to release the film well, theatrically. There <laughs> was complications between uh, Don't do the filmmakers and the company, and the filmmakers also considered releasing through a few other companies even earlier on. So, yeah, seems like it had some uh, some issues going on there, and uh, it didn't do so hot in the box office. No, uh... Yep. Lies. It was nominated Lies. for a Stinker's Bad Movie Award. Stinkers. Whatever that is. <laughs> Not a I, Razzie. Yeah, it was, it was pre-Razzie. Some, some, some sort of Razzie thing. Stinkers. Clongers. I'm trying to think of anything else, like I'm entertaining or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, there was, I I like, there was a, the top review on this one. Uh, it says... I, on IMDb, he says, I can't begin to explain how this movie has changed my life. Oh, no. my God. I once, like many of you, didn't understand how far the complications of the universe could go. What? Now everything has changed. This is a great movie, pulled together magnificently by the top-notch leading actor who played Leatherface. <laughs> the mystery of whether or not he was male or female just added to the wonderful aura of confusion thrown in the minimal eroticism the soundtrack also just blew me away. Watch this movie and get the ready soundtrack. for the surprise ending. We bear to beware, prepare to be blown away to smithereens. Blown away to smithereens. <laughs> ah, I can still hear the sound of that chainsaw. If you like movies with horror, comedy, confusion, and sexy results, I suggest you watch this movie. What part of this was sexy? The lipstick scenes. Like, yeah, I don't... Other than... Like, there was no... There was boobs flashed. There was no sexy parts. Unless you're a misogynist, which makes sense then that that well, guy... There, there were several scenes of Weatherface just getting dressed up like a woman. It's true. I guess that could be sexy. That's not sexy. No. That's really, like, disconcerting. Yeah. And this other person said, I cannot, I cannot stop wondering... How you guys, who all consider yourself horror fans, Uh-oh. don't get the actual idea of this movie. Come on, Corey. It is brilliant. All the pseudo-seriousness, all the dumb dialogues, the plot that makes no sense, especially the ending, a weird guy in a limo reading French writing, reading French right-wing party's newspaper and licking his victims, an elderly couple in a van drinking, but they weren't drinking pina coladas, they are drinking Bloody Marys. And this person said pina coladas. They're an idiot. Yeah, they're an idiot. And an airplane coming out of nowhere. It's so surreal. It's good. I agree. This would have been an average movie. It might be considered as bad. But this one isn't about that. And just listen to this. Just listen to the Hungarian violin music at the end when the credits are shown. So fucking cool. Not to mention Matthew as a psycho with a leg moved by remote control and Leatherface himself dressing as a transvestite and listening to Nazi Nazi marches. This is this is the way it was meant to be. Bizarre and annoyingly bad. Enjoy it. Why? It's not the best bad movie I've seen just because almost everyone else here thinks it's so bad. I'll go 10 out of 10. Whoa. Out of spite. Taking a stand. So, there we go. Damn the man. Lots of people love this movie. There's a lot of love out there, but it only has a 3 out of uh, 10 on IMDb. 
average. So inconceivable. So so next week uh, we will not have an episode come up. Uh, we're a little busy. We have th- some things going on. We don't so have time for you. We will not have an episode. This episode you're listening to right now will go up on the nineteenth. Or is going up on the 19th, and we won't have an episode the 26th, but we will be back April 2nd with The Punisher starring Dolph Lundgren. Not Thomas Jane, not Ray Stevenson. Dolphy. 80s Dolph Lundgren Punisher. Uh, not everybody knows about this movie, but if you don't, you should. It's fucking badass. I have it on DVD, and it rules. Uh, and if you love Dolph Lundgren, it's a badass movie. So, that'll be the next episode. Punisher. I don't know exactly what year it is from. So, we will just go with the... Oh, it's from 89. 1989 Punisher with Dolph Lundgren and Lou Gossett Jr. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, for B-Movie Breakdown, I'm Corey. I'm Gina. I'm Ryan. All right, all right, all right. And show boobs. And touch boobs. Touch boobs. Why did you say show boobs? (laughs) <laughs> Everyone show boobs. Show boobs to the teenage boys throwing rocks yep. outside show the tree. Why would you show your boobs to someone who just broke your window? <laughs> All right, you guys got me. All riled up. I guess I'll show them tonight. Oh my god. Who knows? That's the question we all leave. That's that's what yep. we leave with. Why would you do that? Ponder. And why does he have a robot leg? Talk if you have these answers, email us. Talk about yourself. Please, I need to know. And we'll see you in a few weeks. It's the best of the worst. 